This is a HeadGum Original. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Master wants to take the precious from us. You mean the metal? He plans to destroy our precious. Okay, first of all, say it, don't spray it. Second, I agree with you. We must kill Master and get the precious back. Wow, look at you. You are brassy. We lead them through the tunnel to the Jugendherberger. She likes to drink the nectar. When they go in, they won't come back out. <laughs> Roger, you're alive. What happened to your hair? What? Nothing. It burned off in the crash. I like it. You like it? No, it looks really bad. Well, fuck you. Hey, how crazy was that plane crash, huh? Luckily, no one died but the pilot. What happened to you? Well, landed in a tree, was impaled on a branch, pulled it out, turned it into my walking stick. Very proud of that. Lost it. Devastated. And here we are. Luckily, I know this mountain from all my IOC ski trips. In fact, I know a shortcut to the top. Fantastic! That's great, Roger! They goes up, but they won't come back down. What did you say? I asked if you wanted to buy some weed. I, I said it in a weird voice so your dad wouldn't hear. But now he did. So you blew the deal. It was good weed, Steve says. Okay, we're doing it. It's me, Nicole Byer. <laughs> I'm Lauren Lapkus. And this is the 19th episode of our second season. We're working our way through the Lord of the Rings franchise for the very first time. We got a ton of people helping us. We've seen all of the Lord of the Rings things you can truly watch, like the three movies, the Hobbit trilogy, the Tolkien biopic, uh, the animated trilogy, fan films, video games. We've done fanfic. We've seen the memes. We played Dungeons and Dragons, which was very fun. Uh, we dug into some fan theories and lore last week. So this week we watched the Lord of the Rings parody episode from the animated sitcom American Dad. This is episode 13 of season five called Return of the Bling, and it can be streamed on Hulu. Wait, I didn't let Lauren and oh my god. You're fine. I was just just talking and talking. Do you and think talking. I need to talk? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> like a stream it on Hulu Sling. Uh, you can purchase it on YouTube and Amazon Prime. And then I have a co-host. I'm here too. And you know what? Of course, we're gonna have a million spoilers <laughs> and talk about things we've watched. And if you have a problem with spoilers, I don't know what to tell you. You should just never look at anything and never listen to anything. 
Uh, but before we dive in, um, we, we last week we listened, we we looked through some fan theories. Is there anything that you're that stuck with you, Nicole, from this period, or are you have you just moved on completely from the fan theories? Honestly, what a stunningly good question. Truly a treat. <laughs> Of a question, I gotta say, literally nothing has stuck with me. <laughs> I forgot that we talked about Tom Bobadildo. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember any of it. Yeah, I feel similarly. Um, I I don't remember much of it. But one thing I did see someone tweeted at us that it was like funny that we went from being people who have never seen anything in this to then like arguing fan theories and being like, <laughs> that one actually doesn't make sense because... Uh, <laughs> Frodo yeah, would it never. Is, it is very funny. <laughs> it's pretty shocking. But I'm very excited about our guest today. Our guest today is very special. It's Rachel McFarlane. Oh, hello. Rachel, so happy to be here with you, ladies. I'm going to give you a little bio background mm-hmm. on you for a sec. Rachel is a voice actress and singer. And her voice credits include Haley Smith on American Dad. So we're very excited to have you here. And she also mm-hmm. voices Lucille on Fancy Nancy and a bunch of characters on Sophia the First, among many other credits. Too many to get into today, of course. If I read your IMDb, <laughs> I'd be sitting here forever. Welcome, Rachel. We're so Thanks, excited to guys. have you. So happy to be here. This is super fun. And well, thank I mean, you. I feel like I should just say for the record that I am a huge fan of the Lord of the Rings. Uh, I am series. very glad to hear that. Um, it is like a comfort series for me. You know, we all have those where like if it's on, mm-hmm. you watch it. That's what that is for me. So mm-hmm. anytime it's on, you would sit down and just be like, let's pick up in the middle of a hobbit yeah, or whatever. But, no, no, no. But I was going to say, but let me clarify. Like, I, I am a huge fan of uh, Fellowship of the Ring, Two Towers and Return of the King. I don't deal in the Hobbit. World. Okay. I feel like that's what everybody sorry. says. I'm no, sorry. Like, I, I couldn't like the, the, the return of Smaug. I didn't no, do that. No. It's it's very common that <laughs> people are like, I just I cap it at Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't like so, but see, weirdly, I kind of liked The Hobbit, and I feel like that's my biggest downfall. Like I think that's my <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And I also feel like I should confess um to purists listening that I also never made it through the books. I stopped at a shortcut to mushrooms. That was as far as I got. I think that's fair though. I think if you really like the movies you have earned your place as like, mm-hmm. a fan like that's I, yeah. enough I don't know it's funny because if we're talking Harry Potter I would f- say very differently I'd be like are you haven't read the books are you fucking kidding me you can't talk <laughs> about Harry Potter if you haven't read the books but I don't know yeah. Lord of the Rings I'm like eh. when did you even... discover it like when it came out or <laughs> later yes. in life no we uh um, had a family tradition of going to the movies on Christmas. This was just something that we did as a family. And so Lord of the Rings movies came out on Christmas. I don't know if you guys know that or remember that. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. that was the thing. And I remember my parents and my brother and I going to see Fellowship of the Ring on Christmas uh, in Ojai. And, um, Is that where I you're was from? Like, no, I'm from Connecticut. But my family moved out to California back in 99, I guess. I was 90. I was 98. I think Seth was 97. My parents were 2000. By 2000, we were all out here. Oh, okay. um, but anyway, I fell in love with it. I love fellowship. And then that sort of just started it. I think there is. That sounds nice. So like having that tradition of going mm-hmm. to the movies on Christmas. And I feel like that would kind of set movie. Are there any other movies that like stuck with you from that that like felt special from going to see them on Christmas? Um, God, it's so funny. Those are the ones that really stick out to me. And I think because like, <laughs> so you guys have obviously watched them now, all of them. Yeah. So, okay. So, you know, so the much. scene. You in, don't even know. In, okay. <laughs> you know, the scene in Fellowship that it's like, it gets really quiet and Aragorn and um, I'm totally blanking on her name, Liv Tyler, are having their moment on the bridge, right? It's super mm-hmm. quiet. 
And my dad is just like hoovering popcorn so loudly <laughs> next to me and just crunching so loudly. And I was like, dude. And I like grabbed his hand. And I'm like, stop. This is a moment. Like, this are is you the serious? one romantic kind of moment we get. Yes. Do not chew during this. Erin? Oh yep. Is that her name? Erin. 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 Wow. Oh, Look at me. Aaron. I can't believe Aaron. I got that. Aowen is, is the um, Rohan gal with the blonde thank hair. Thank you, thank you. Right? I felt like I was speaking another language. I was like, Aowen? <laughs> no, but, but um, yeah, God, Aowen? Yeah. Wow, people yeah. are, are laughing right now. Arwen. 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 been corrected in the chat. <laughs> this is the best part of this podcast because we have, we have truly listened to, watched, absorbed everything related to this. And we still mm-hmm. go like, what's that guy's name? I don't know. Yeah. For <laughs> whatever yeah. reason, it just doesn't stick in my brain. It's just, it just like jumbles up and like gets spit right out. Well, look, I mean, whenever, um, by the way, just P.S., COVID brain is real. It's like pregnancy brain. Like it, it, things don't stick in the noggin. So I'm trying to remember his name, um, Elijah Wood. Uh-huh. Um, it, whenever he says Mordor, it always sounds like he's saying Moldor, like he's adding an L. Did you ever? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that, that's something that's we always can't. Me. We haven't been able to pronounce a single thing. Yeah, right. And so it's like, like Moldor, is it Mordor, Mordor, or Moldor? Same thing to me. Right. <laughs> I think it's Mordor. Think. <laughs> Did you rewatch them this year? Have you yes. been? Oh, nice. I have. Uh, Two daughters. I have an eleven-year-old and a five-year-old, and I'm introducing my eleven-year-old. Um, oh, how'd she? How'd she like it? We're at two towers right now, and she's digging it. When it started, she was like, "So, mom, is that guy with like the longer hair? Um, is he <laughs> in this one?" Like, yeah. Will he He's be in returning? This one. <laughs> exactly. Is he coming back? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, it was uh, the Lord Elrond, the head of the elves, when they first get mm-hmm. to Rivendell, and he comes out, and she's like, "Wow, that is a handsome man." And I was like, "Wow, so this oh. is our this is this is our moment. This is where this is all happening." That's so in nice. The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> I so, love yes, that. We have, we have watched them this year. Are you excited for the new Amazon TV series? Um, really? <laughs> yeah, there really is one. It's being uh-huh. made. Um, yeah, wow. I, mean, we, I, I think I think for us, it's a blessing that the podcast will be over before it comes out because <laughs> yeah. we've just, you know, by that point, it's like, I think uh-huh. we'll have filled a year with content related to Lord of the Rings. And it's just, I can't. I Which can't. is almost <laughs> like the Hobbit movies being three movies. Oh, God. There's yeah. not that much uh, content no. to keep talking no. about. That's a slog. Really? They're remaking it? <laughs> I think Why? That it's, it's got a different storyline. Yeah, and there's okay. going to be nudity. Well, That's the part we're excited about. That's like the only now. thing that has stuck with me. Okay. But if I continue watching Lord of the Rings, I'll be rewarded with nudity. Well, you may or may not. I think what it was was that they put like an ad oh, out yes, for, yes, yes. Extras for extras who are willing to be nude in it or something. I guess it's like, so. I mean, who are who are the characters that are going to be nude though, right? Like, Hopefully I don't need to see Gandalf. I was going to say, we need Gandalf. Gandalf. <laughs> we have to know what's going on. <laughs> if you just see him get out of the shower. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> You're like this isn't what I thought it would be. No. <laughs> so wow, I had no idea. Okay, I I might uh, dip my toes in if I'm particularly okay. bored one evening. Do you like like fantasy stuff like Game of Thrones that kind of thing, or is this kind of the one that so got funny? Through? I was gonna say no, but then I was like, no, I loved I love Game of Thrones. I was a big fan of Game of Thrones till the very end, like most people. And um, I mean, as I, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, as I mentioned. So yeah, I guess so. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, I grew up kind of in a nerdy household. Um, Star Trek was a huge, huge, huge thing in our house. So, um, yeah, I guess, I guess I kind of lean that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you and your, like, your brother's older than you? He is, yeah. And did you, were you influenced by him with that kind of stuff? Or was this something that, yeah. Totally. I like to think that maybe I influenced him in the musical theater realm because I was a huge musical theater nerd, still am. Uh Uh-huh. Um, but he definitely brought all that, yeah, other stuff into the house. That's fun. <laughs> I have an older brother and I have like so many of my interests from growing up were like just oh. literally based on what he liked and that was totally. <laughs> but I, I, it's like I'm watching that happen in my house right now, right? Oh, With that my must five be fun. year old watching my 11 year old being like, oh, this is what we're into, right? This is what we think is cool. Yeah. That's yeah. cute. I don't have experience with that. My sister would be like, do you want to do this? Maybe like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do something goes, different. Goes either way, right? It's either like you're all in or you're like, uh-huh. I don't want to have anything to do with what you're doing. Yeah. I don't know if I've mentioned to you, Nicole, that I wore my brother's Jinko jeans to school in sixth grade. You know, those are really big jeans. Oh, that are I like- know Jinko. I've been looking for a pair. Do you want some? Currently. <laughs> those are the good outfits. Wow. I had one pair. My mother was so mad. She's put, I think they were like $64. And she was like, yeah, that was for a lot. what? These pants are too big for you. And I was like, mm-hmm. I know that's the point. <laughs> that's what's so good about them. Oh, I love them. You could them. put anything in the pockets. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> I remember that with a pair of guest jeans from Macy's where we could never afford to shop at. And they were like 60 bucks. And I was like, but you don't understand. I'm going to live in them. <laughs> and I did. I did. I wore them like all sixth grade year. Well, that's yeah, I wore my jinkos a lot. <laughs> you make it worth it. Then it's like a dollar a day or yes. less. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Nicole, have you, is your sister playing with her Molly doll? Um, I don't know. She said she has it set up, but she's like, I feel weird playing with it. I was like, yeah, you live alone. It would be an insane thing if you just started playing with dolls. <laughs> are we, are we talking is about this American- Molly, American girl? <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm with yes. you. Come on. Thank yeah. You. Hello. We went down like a major <laughs> rabbit hole on one episode just talking about American girl dolls mm-hmm. instead of Lord yeah. of the Rings. And I had Kirsten. I had oh, Kirsten. Me oh, me too. And I also yeah. had Samantha. Um, well, because that was when that was back when we looked through the freaking catalog mm-hmm. and like flagged yes. the pages and getting an American yes. girl was the biggest. It was the biggest deal. deal. It was the biggest deal. And then Nicole decided to send her sister a Molly doll. <laughs> oh, that's unbelievable. Because I cut all the hair off hers. And I was like, wouldn't that be like a fun <laughs> thing? And then she got it and was like, Nicole, somebody sent me a doll. I don't know how they got my address because it didn't have any like card or anything. She just thought someone found her address and sent her like this doll she loved. Oh, my God. And I didn't tell her for a minute. It was me. I just realized it was probably creepier because it was like from eBay, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. So it just came from like a person's house. You can't get Molly anymore. (laughs) Molly's like, yeah, Yeah, she's retired. retired. Yeah, Yeah, she is. So is Kirsten. Kirsten's retired, too. Dear kids, why retires the class? They should have like a classics line. Who do we talk to? I know they're making a huge mistake because what they don't understand is that our generation likes nostalgia and we Mm -hmm. will buy the thing again and we want it. So (laughs) you better believe it. You better believe it. I would buy that doll in a heartbeat because I gave her away. I was a nanny in the 90s in New York and I gave my Kirsten to the little girl I was nannying for not having the foresight to think maybe one day I'll have daughters and I'll want to save this doll for them. Right? Mm -hmm. So now I was like, oh my God, two days ago, my five-year-old just got her first American girl for Christmas. What did she get? And I swear I was more excited than she was. Like I put oh all God. the shit together. I was like changing the clothes and like making the bed. And, and it was, oh. well, she got one of the ones that you, 
make to look like your kid. Oh, okay. That's awesome. I mean, those and are it, really ugh. exciting. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, my God. And the dolls are just like, it was such a sense memory thing. Like, looking at the clothes. And I've already ordered her so much more shit. Like, I'm like, oh, let's go on the American Girl website and order more. <laughs> That's so fun. <laughs> It's so Amazing. it's so accessible now with the website. Like I feel like that makes it so different than like having to place an yeah. order through a catalog. Mm-hmm. And it feels you know, like such a big production. I know this is not an American Girl podcast, but <laughs> it is. <laughs> the- yeah, it secretly is. It's truly turned into one. <laughs> the books that went along with the historical dolls. I bought one of those for my older one, the, the Molly book, actually, where her dad's like not there, right? And they have to mm-hmm. ration the food and she doesn't want to eat the turnips. Yes. I mean, the these, victory yes, garden. Yes, the victory garden. <laughs> Still, I, I swear I was more into it than Bella was like, okay, mom, whatever. Like, we'll this rando book that you're telling I me. I think it I was like we, like, I don't know, we had dial up internet growing up and then the books <laughs> were just like a fun portal into things that like a kid can just look up on Wikipedia now. Yeah, right? Right. And I remember like her mother making the Hawaiian, the hula costume for Halloween and like, yes! oh my God. I that love, was so I cute. That shit up. I know. And now they don't really come with books. And even. Well, there's no history to them. They're like, there's there's just a thousand versions of the doll, you know, that we did. We got really sucked in on the website and we were looking at the um, what there's one from the 60s. That's really cute. There's like a few. And the 80s one is fun. But that one does make me feel old in a way that I'm not ready for. (laughs) Oh, God, totally. (laughs) Yeah, I know. The 80s one is like, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, It's like real vintage to some kids now. (laughs) That's really kind of terrifying. Like, she has a cassette player. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Nicole, should we jump into our Shire Wire? This is our news segment yes. where we discuss Lord of the Rings. Um, okay. And we can always go back to American Girl at any point. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Um, a segue. So Ian McKellen fans are making Lord of the Rings jokes after the actor received the COVID-19 vaccine. So Ian McKellen, who's 81, was among the very first group of high-risk people to receive the UK's new vaccine, describing the moment as special. On social media, many fans of him made the the same joke, alluding to the actor's best-known scene in Lord of the Rings. And in the first film, The Fellowship of the Ring, Gandalf is seen taking a stand on, on a bridge to prevent the monstrous Balrog from crossing. And as the Balrog threatens him in the Fellowship, Gandalf bellows, you shall not pass. And the line is one of the film's most cited quotes. So people are repeating that line saying, you shall not pass COVID. Meaning and like, <laughs> like COVID's not going to get through? It's not going to pass yeah, through Yeah, it's his... not going to pass through him, make him sick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sir Ian McKellen has had the COVID-19 vaccine, joked one person. At least if he has a test in the future, it'll hopefully save him, them having to tell him, you shall not pass. You shall not pass your infection on to me, quipped someone else. So everyone's having fun on Twitter. <laughs> Making fun of him for getting uh-huh. the vaccine, which, uh-huh. look, I think that's very stupid. <laughs> it's not even. It's a- literally a pandemic. I also think it's kind of dumb because it's a real life thing. This man is a million years old. He's getting vaccinated. Just let him live his fucking life. He's worked on so many other things. <laughs> he it's has- also like not even a really good pun or like it's it's not even clever. Like it's no, not, it's, it doesn't it's a first draft. They have to explain it so much. Yeah. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> no. It's like, no, it's not it's not clear enough. Um <laughs> it's a stretch at best. I mean, Nicole. I'm I'm mentioning this because it's in our notes that people shout (laughs) nailed it at you. I'm not I'm not trying to bring that up, but 
Is this the same as that for you that people are going to say nailed it when basically you shall not pass? It's your like quote. Yeah. And (laughs) the only time people screaming nailed it has ever been funny. It's usually like the same thing. It's at like a punchline of a joke during a show or like just screaming it at me. But I have two screws in my ankle right now because I dislocated my ankle and my doctor took a video during surgery and he was like, nailed it because he literally put nails in me. He wasn't. Nothing will be funnier than that. But he he did also know that you host nailed it or that was. Oh, wow. Okay. And he he played it cool and didn't mention it. (laughs) That's really funny. Until surgery. And then I, I laughed. So hard. I was like, honestly, what a beautiful, (laughs) no one will do better. I feel like that's maybe the only doctor that can get away with that for you. Like any other doctor, it would feel really personal. Like if it was like Mm -hmm. a gynecologist or something. Like if it was your OBGYN. (laughs) Yes. And they put the little duck bill in. They're like, nailed it. And you're like, oh, I have to leave. Like, no, (laughs) I have to get out of here. I don't want anyone to talk to me about work while I'm like, you know, Uh, in stirrups. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody, a friend of mine said the other day, just about this that it's like it's like yes I know that you're about to literally like look into my body and yet I'm still gonna hide my bra and underwear under my jeans oh of course (laughs) oh my god I do that Uh I literally I I even got up recently and like hit it again like I was like oh "Oh, he's peeking out like he's gonna see your badge in like five minutes and you're like oh god I gotta tuck my underwear in like they know everything it's like sometimes you don't wear your best and you're like I don't want them to know what I put on my body Uh, hopefully they inside is better than the outside well because i do that too i hide it and i just i like fold it in and it's just like a whole thing i think we all do it it does feel more embarrassing <laughs> than them seeing your insides and i don't know why it's like maybe because it's a choice like i can't control mm-hmm. what's going on down there really right <laughs> maybe like maybe next time i'm just gonna leave my bra like draped over the chair and see how that feels yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe cool. i will start doing that because right? i started just holding tampons when like growing up i would hide them in my hand or my sleeve and yes. so I was like, who fucking cares? Who fucking you should be cares? so lucky I've arrived with my period. I'm going to wave it around. <laughs> right? Dude, I, believe me, as a parent of an 11-year-old girl, I am trying to, like, preach all the openness about everything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. just don't, like, it's all good, girl. Just let's talk about it, whatever it is. Let's talk about it. I love that. That is so yeah, good. right? I, I love that I so much. So many memories of just, like, the awkwardness of your period and being at school and, like, not dealing yeah. with it or, like, leaking through your pants because you're, like, afraid to go to the bathroom or, like, you don't want to, like. Totally. I had, I wore pads, too, so then it's like, okay, how am I going to hide this pad? By the mm-hmm. way, I know. I, I like think back to what I was wearing and I, I'm like, you could see my pad through my pants. Like there's no. <laughs> <laughs> or like there's that like no huge bag that you would like take out of your backpack when you went to the bed thinking that you were being all uh-huh. like, yeah, yes. no, everybody fucking it's knew also what was happening. crazy in school that you have to ask permission to use the bathroom. <laughs> What's the alternative? You sit there and shit yourself. Like it's so crazy to me. Can I go to the bathroom? No, sit no. for a second. We're not done with this problem. Um, no. <laughs> P.S. So my wild. daughter, my daughter had a teacher that said, no, you can't. And I, oh my God, I let that woman have Wait, holy hell. really? Oh, That's for real. fucking insane. Fucking yeah. Second grade, she was like, no, you have to wait. And I was second like, grade are too. you like, kidding yeah. me? What? No, I'm sorry. Second so grade like, is still the age where it's like, I say yeah. I have to go to the bathroom. I could wait or I might just right. piss on myself. <laughs> right, like it's, right. <laughs> it's kind of shaky there. And I told her, I'm like, girl, no one can tell you that you can't go to the bathroom, okay? If your teacher says no and you have to go, just get up and go. Like, That's period. good. 
Because I mean, you really, it's, it, you can't get in trouble for that. That's an absurd no! thing. No, I know. It, it's like, is it? Do they do that to stop people from like when they think you're lying or something? Yes. Like you're gonna go. I think so, yeah, and like loitering. Case. But also, it's like if someone is gonna lie about going to the bathroom, it means they need a break from class. Yeah. Like right. either way you go, it's like just let the let fucking go. kid go. Let and if go. you want to lie and get out of it, say so you have to go to the nurse. Yes, I loved going to the nurse. I, did that I always so had much. a tummy ache, and I'd be like, "Can I just like lay down in the dark?" <laughs> right before math, I was like, "My head hurts," and then I'd be like mm-hmm. in there, like laying down forever. The nurse at my kid's school gives them saltines too, and I think that's another piece oh, see, of the puzzle. That's nice. Got the, Honestly, she's like, what I just a want treat! Some crackers. You get overwhelmed, have some saltines, sit in the dark for a little bit, get recharged, go back to class. Sounds great. <gasps> right? I actually just remembered um, being in the nurse's office and helping make ice packs with like those brown paper towels around chunks of ice. And then you'd put it in a plastic bag. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And shove them in her mm-hmm. freezer. So she always had an ice pack. There you go. That was she fun. puts you nice. to work. <laughs> She's like, you're here. Wet brown paper towels really smell specific. They do. <laughs> Why do schools use those paper? I guess they're cheap. Well, let me tell you, right around, what, May, when you couldn't get shit in terms of paper mm-hmm. products, um, that's what arrived at my door when I ordered paper towels. <laughs> really? So we revisited that brown paper towel awfulness <laughs> in my house. Wow. Yes. I uh, was using um, gigantic office rolls of toilet paper that I ordered from Staples. <laughs> at I the, love When that. the pandemic started, there was no toilet paper. And then I ordered that and I got... 12 huge rolls and then <laughs> oh, I, I just went God. through them all I was like we're doing this I'm that's not brilliant I yeah, love it seriously yeah we dealt we did what we had to do we did that was um horrible <laughs> yeah this year has been truly very um hasn't been great interesting <laughs> I don't want to say it's like all bad but like a lot of it's been not great yeah yeah I feel like it's basically bad <laughs> it was funny we were sitting at dinner last night and my husband was like so okay what is like everybody's favorite memory of 2020 mm-hmm. and we all were like um the first five days of last January when we were traveling <laughs> and like on a vacation and then it all yeah. just went to shit <laughs> I know that was that was, it was honestly so it's so bizarre to look back in your phone like see the photos of what you were yeah. doing like a week before and you had yes. no idea no idea we went out to dinner with friends the night before LA shut down and I remember my our friend being like, you guys, this might be the last time we will get to go out to dinner for a really long time. And my husband and I were like, oh, you're being overdramatic. It's going to be fine. Like, we'll be out again soon. Yeah. I oh, mean, boy. seriously, it was I like, mean, holy shit. I know. It's wild to think that, like, we're leaving this year and, like, it's still not better. No. It's so wild. No, it's so not better. It's oh, so not better. Jesus. Are you no. guys, you guys are both in L.A. too? Yeah. 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 Yeah, not it's great. rough. And I live near Glendale <laughs> Hospital, so like we've just been hearing ambulances like nonstop. It's kind of wild. Oh, oh my crazy. god! I mean, not to like take it to the COVID place, but having just been through that insanity, I will tell you that the mind fuck, and I hope we can swear because I think I've been doing oh, it the please. whole time. Oh yeah, fuckity fuck. The 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 <laughs> mind fuck of COVID is almost worse than the symptoms, right? Mm-hmm. Because like every time I'm like, oh, my God, I'm having trouble breathing. Am I, is it like and I'm like, you know, checking my pulse ox and making sure that everything's fine. And of course, it's fine. And I'm like, mm-hmm. OK, so this is probably more like a panic attack than like covid related. But yeah. it's, it is such a mind fuck. No, because I of, truly... it's attached to this mm-hmm. massive thing. Like you get the thing that the entire world is trying to avoid. 
Yeah. So, I mean, we, we talked about it before we started the show, but you and your your husband have, yeah. if you want to talk about it, you can. If not, we can cut it out. But yeah, no. Oh, my God. Absolutely. I've been very vocal about it because we were those people that did nothing and still got it. So I'm like, whatever. Well, I'm not going to not talk about it. Which is so crazy because I'm hearing more and more about that. Yeah. I know. And I really I don't do much at all. I mean, I would I've had a few doctor's appointments. And like I went to the eye doctor the other day, yeah. but they were really clean. I mean, you know, just things that I feel like I have to do. but mm-hmm. I. I'm still like, I don't do anything. And yet I hear these stories and it does feel just very alarming. It's crazy. And like, I have friends that are like looking for the out. They're like, oh, but you know, you probably saw people, right? Or like you went to the market. And I'm like, sorry, I can't, yes. gi- I can't give you an out. Like we didn't do shit. Literally, we did nothing. That is crazy. Um, yeah. yeah and sucks. like, Honestly, my my uh, my brother started production again on his show, The Orville, um, three weeks ago. And so he's been working with this amazing epidemiologist. And so we were talking a lot about it. And he was like, what we really think is that you guys, pro- like your husband, my husband Spencer, probably just touched something, mm-hmm. an Amazon box or I, groceries I that got that. delivered. And then it's been so fucking dry in Los Angeles, right? So he's like all up in his mm-hmm. nose. And that was probably it. And then I got it from him. It's so rough because I feel like we we worked up to a point where they were like, it doesn't really get transmitted on objects. Yeah, I was like obsessively washing my hands and like, yeah, after every single thing I touched and cleaning things. And then like I kind of got a little lax with that more recently when I felt like they were saying that doesn't really happen. But then I feel like maybe it does. And now I should just be washing my hands constantly. Look, I don't think it does. I think it's really rare. I think that there's so much of this that is truly just luck. And I think mm-hmm. we hit some shitty luck for what, our, you know, it just yeah. happened. And it's like, I mean, luckily we both had it on the mild side, but yeah, um, yeah. it's crazy. Fucking crazy. Oh, boy. I don't I want COVID. I don't want I it don't. at all. And you know what's so crazy, too? My kids did not get it. My kids lived oh, with us. They were with us. Like in the house, we had masks on the whole time, but there was a whole chunk of time where we didn't know that we had it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And then Spence got it. And then I tested negative. And so I'm around the kids. He's quarantined in the bedroom and I'm taking care of the kids. And then five days later, I test positive and the kids did not. They tested. Negative. That's the wildest thing that like Isn't some it? people just won't get it. Some I people know. will get it. Some people get incredibly sick and then some people don't. Have it's no just symptoms. Such a fucking mind fuck. It is the weirdest thing about the whole thing was the losing of the taste and smell. So that that oh, happened. Oh, has it come back? <laughs> yeah, but it literally came back like mid-meal. Like I was like, I'm. I, it isn't like a cold where it's like a slow, like all mm-hmm. of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm starting to taste things. I could taste nothing. And then I took a bite and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Spencer was like, what? What? And I'm like, I can taste. That's so weird. <laughs> it was weird. like somebody flipped a switch. Oh boy. And I was eating like a shitty salad too, which was like the worst <laughs> thing to be eating. I was like, moment. I just need nutrients and I can't <laughs> taste it like, anyway. Like, oh my God. <laughs> it was amazing. And for like three days, everything was the best version of, of the thing that I've ever tasted. Wow. Yeah. How wild. Crazy. Isn't that weird? Oh, it was the same with the smell. It was like I couldn't smell anything. And then it was like, whoa, OK, that's hand sanitizer. And that's body lotion. Like, it's crazy. That reminds me of when I got my wisdom teeth out and I <laughs> could I couldn't eat anything for like a couple of days. And I was drinking this like broth that it, truly I was like, this is the best thing I've ever had. <laughs> and to the point where like afterwards, like when I was back to normal, I wanted to have it again because I loved it so much. And I was like, this tastes like shit. Like, this is nothing. <laughs> It's like horrible watered down trash, but like I was so hungry. Oh my God. (laughs) That's amazing. 
Well, okay. I think we should take Ugh. a quick break. And when we come back, we will get into Return of the Blame. Oh, yes. If you're wondering what a Nord VPN is, I'll tell you. VPN stands for Virtual Private Network, a service that protects your internet connection and online privacy. A VPN creates an encrypted tunnel for your data, protect your online identity by hiding your IP address, and allow you to use public Wi-Fi hotspots safely. I'm using a Nord VPN myself. And honestly, it's very easy to use. You connect with one click to enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. It has amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there, and it supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Linux, even Android TV. You can switch your virtual location to access apps and websites in other countries. Get an exclusive NordVPN deal here at nordvpn.com slash newcomers. N-O-R-D-V-P-N.com slash newcomers. It's risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Link is in the episode description. Ooh, do you want to make your mom smile? Start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brand she loves. And guess what? It's delivered with the same day with DoorDash. Get 50% off your next order of up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now on DoorDash. And the promo code is NEWCOMERS. Listen, moms are a gift. I know that best. So give her the best this Mother's Day. Select from hundreds of expertly crafted bouquets to the best of tech to self-care essentials delivered right to the door. Get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 plus on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with the code NEWCOMERS. That's NEWCOMERS. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Get a Mother's Day gift as unique as she is with DoorDash. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We are back. Okay. So should we go through the plot summary? Let's do it. Let's talk it through. And then we'll we'll talk to Rachel about what it was okay. like to make it. Sounds okay. good. So um, Return of the Bling. Now, wait. What, do you want to repeat what episode this was? It is episode 13 of season five. By the way, I've done some voices on American Dad, which is very fun. You I think have? I've done one. Yeah. Oh, you Seriously? Have? That's fun. Yeah. One. Oh, my God. I think I'm a awesome. pickle lady. I've done like random side characters being like, what are you doing? You know, like random stuff. I don't even yes. know what they were. 
That's the bread and butter of animation, my friend. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> Always happy to be called in for that. Yes. Um, okay, so it's, the episode starts with Steve shows Stan the grade he got for writing about his hero Legolas from The Lord of the Rings, and Stan takes him to task for not following a real-life hero. And Stan shows him his display case of heroes, the 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team and Ronald Reagan. When Roger reveals that he played on the gold medal winning team as Czech's Lemonu, Stan refuses to accept it until Roger takes him to a player's reunion where he's recognized and accepted. Stan is amazed and goes into full-blown hero worship. But when Roger reveals he was on performance-enhancing steroids, Stan is appalled. He destroys his shrine to the Olympic team and is at a loss as to what to do next. So he goes to see Nancy Reagan to channel the spirit of Ronald Reagan and interprets the message as him needing to return the medal to the Olympic Committee. Roger follows Stan and Steve onto the plane but decides to sabotage it to keep his medal. Stan takes control of the metal when Roger leaves to go to the bathroom, but he actually saws off the plane's wing. Then the plane crashes. Stan and Steve proceed towards the Olympic Committee headquarters while Roger descends into a golem-like madness. Roger finds Stan and Steve, but leads them to an all-female youth hostel. Steve is incapacitated by the charms of the girls while Olga, the owner, intoxicates Stan. Roger recovers his precious medal, and just as Stan is about to give up, he sees the spirit of Ronald Reagan, who rallies him to keep going. Stan recovers the medal and punishes Roger by throwing him in with the British tourist girls. Stan makes it to the Olympic Committee headquarters, but just as he's about to drop the medal into the torch, Roger attacks him one last time and falls into the flames, which turn out to be fake. Stan tries to give the medal back to the official, but finds out there's uh, that no one cares because the miracle on ice was good for the committee. Stan is told that Reagan already knew about the steroids and paid off the committee to look the other way. When Steve enlightens Stan about heroes, Stan starts to speak, but is attacked by Roger, who bites off his finger simply because it was done in the movie. Meanwhile, back from a mission, Reginald hangs out at the Smith house. He previously... His previously cold relationship with Haley hits absolute zero when in the laundry, he shrinks her dress that she wanted to use for a date with her new boyfriend, Ian. Reginald offers to take her to a shaggy concert, but Haley isn't impressed. At the concert, Haley wants to leave, but is jostled by a drunk punk. And Reginald demands an apology, but is refused, and he gets medieval on the punk, impressing Haley. Later over cognac, Haley reveals her relationship isn't all it's cracked up to be. Reginald tells her she should find someone more mature. Feeling tender, Haley starts to kiss Reginald, but he stops her, telling her he's already in a relationship and wouldn't feel right cheating on his girlfriend. Heading off to bed, Haley extends an invitation to Reggie if he changes his mind. And there you have it. <laughs> yeah, I like this because it dipped in and out of Lord of the Rings. Yes, it That's is. what I loved too. <laughs> it was like bestiality Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Haley hooking up with a koala. Yeah, loved exactly. it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Rachel, did you push for this episode? Were you like, I love Lord of the Rings. Somebody write Lord of the Rings. Or I were mean, you like, ooh, how fun. A, like this, it was so fun. I hadn't seen this episode in in a decade, like no joke. And oh, I watched fun. it the other day because I was like, oh my God, right. Yes, we did this episode. <laughs> and then I'm like, I, a date with Ian. I'm a married woman. Haley's been married forever. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. This is before she was married to Jeff. It was really fun to revisit this time in the show. That's so and, fun. And um, I mean, no, I don't think I had any sort of sway with the Lord of the Rings <laughs> shit. But let's remember that these are animation writers. And you know that they were probably like having a thunderdome in the writer's room on over who got to write this episode because they're all such Lord <laughs> of the Rings dorks. 
Uh, but That's it was, funny. it was, um, I had, I, I honestly don't even know if I'd actually ever seen it when I watched it the other night. It was hilarious with Roger with the stringy golem hair and the, it was it really was, funny. And it was fun for me, Nicole, I don't know if you agree, but, uh, actually getting all of those references very easily. I was like, oh, yeah. uh, this is what it's supposed to feel like, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> before I would have been like, oh, I think that. Yeah. I was like, ooh, I get it. Gollum, the stringy hair. Yes. yes. Okay. The ring, it's invisible. Yeah. It's kind of pointless when you're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Right. I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. We got all the jokes. I get it. Well, and everybody always asks us what our favorite Roger persona is because he's had something like 350 personas at this point in the series. (laughs) And and I've always said my favorite is Chex Lemino. I just totally forgot that that was the episode that it was from. Oh, that's funny. I love Chex Lemino. It's hilarious. And do do you ever watch the show typically or like not so much? This is so awful. I mean, like... Again, we're past 300 episodes at this point, yeah. which is bananas. So um, and this is going to sound so awful, but if there's ever an episode that I'm like, oh, I really liked that or I got to sing in it or it was particularly good for Haley, I will record it and watch it and see how it went. But yeah. um, sadly, no, like when we do Comic-Con, th- they have to give us um, refreshers of all the episodes. <laughs> from. I love that because I really relate to that. And I like I don't always know what I've done or what's no. going on. <laughs> and, and also, you know, with Anna- I don't know what I've done or what's going on. <laughs> Truly, I'm like, yeah. I, I would love a refresher on like everything, everything. <laughs> before well, having to with, speak about it. Like, If you do animation, which you guys do, you know, it, this is a year, like mm-hmm. a yes. solid year from the time you recorded to when you actually could even watch it. And mm-hmm. so totally. it's like, what was that about? What did I do? And what it's like it? a day of your life that you said these things and then like, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of move on to something else. And you're the idea of being able to remember all the plot lines later oh my would God. be astounding. The, I, I mean, I'm sure that, you know, in all the shows that you guys do, like you're, the fans know exponentially yes. more about the show oh my God, yes, yes. than absolutely. I do. Like yes. they are, they are a wealth of knowledge. And when they ask questions at conventions and stuff too, it's always like, "Oh God, you probably know the answer to that better than I do." <laughs> yeah, like, I, I that know. must been must have been a bummer this year to not be able to do any of that stuff. I feel like that's usually a, a common thing for a lot of voiceover people. Yeah, it was funny too because I had just started dipping my toes into the convention world, mm-hmm. and I remember talking to a fellow voiceover friend of mine who does a ton of them right at the start of the pandemic and being like hey, are you going to whatever, like Texas or whatever this convention is? And he's like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like a good idea. And now looking back, it's like, can you imagine a worse fucking place to be during COVID than a a convention? Because everybody's sweaty and they're Uh all together. And they just want to put their arms around you and touch you. And and you're already hand sanitizing like crazy. It's just, I don't, I mean, will the convention culture bounce back after this? I I can't imagine. I I think it will eventually, but maybe there'll be nice rules where it's like, here's an X for you to stand on. Here's the X where I stand on. And it's a little bit apart. So we're not like, you know, super close to each other, which, you know, is nice because then people will have to learn how to like put like respect boundaries. Well, okay. Have you ever walked the floor at San Diego Comic-Con? I've never been. Okay. I have. It, it, it's like New Year's Eve in Times Square. Like, oh, then never mind. It literally cannot move. It's insane. And you'll like hit a wall of people where you're like, oh shit, I can't, there's no direction I can go in right now. That's like, scary. It yeah, is. Yeah, that sounds, that's that, honestly, that sounds insane for like non-COVID times. <laughs> I know. It's like yeah, panic wall of like, people. You get the, um, the Comic-Con crud. Like whenever you do a convention, you pick up something. <laughs> Like whether it's a gold or yeah, it's like if you go to the Great Wolf Lodge, you come home with something. 
That's how I feel about the Madonna Inn. I, everyone goes yeah. there, and I'm like, those rooms look really um, I designed. Love to a, the Madonna but, Inn. I've but never Nicole, stayed in a room. The rooms are really so want to. designed in a way where you're like, they can't have cleaned all those shells. You know what I mean? Like, no. a, <laughs> you're correct. And the rugs, like, unless they're changing the rugs out every two years. Because they're thick. All of them, like in the pictures, they look so thick. Yes. I just want to stay there so bad. I've never stayed there either. We, dr- I mean, have driven by it a million times, but never stayed. Yeah, me neither. Uh-huh. It's fun to <laughs> Sounds visit like we never just will. the outside. There's a secret garden. Uh, they have cakes and stuff. Their cakes are very good. What mm. else did we do? Well, the restaurant's really pretty too, isn't it? Like oh, it's yeah. kind of a funky, kitschy, cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, but but I mean, I don't know how anything's going to be after we get through this with like the sort of PTSD that we're going to have where I just, I mean, we have, I mean, I know a lot of people, I, including myself have nightmares about being close to people. Like you just are like, yeah. Oh no, I'm in yeah. a place without a mask. And, like, or like I have, I have nightmares. I've been having them for 10 months where I'm like on the subway in New York and I realize I'm not wearing my mask and I freak out and I'm like tr- trying to find it and I don't have it. Or like, it's yeah. I mean, yeah. we're going to have some serious PTSD. It seems mm-hmm. impossible. I know. Huh. I feel like I've gone crazy. <laughs> I truly bought a shield that looks like a full blown helmet. <laughs> I saw that, and I think that's kind of good. I was just like, I don't, I don't want what these people are serving. I don't want it. No. I don't. I'm just like, no, I don't want it. But see, no. wait, I think at the the level, I, I like those shields, and I a few of my friends have gotten like really intense like head shields. But have you worn it out? Like, what does it feel like to actually walk down the street in that? Because I think it might feel completely crazy i think people will laugh at me and i do not care yeah, i will yeah. giggle right back and be like at least i'm not dead yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. right it's true yeah, i i haven't worn it out i can't walk i can't go anywhere so i truly bought right, it. right your leg for one yeah. day one day i'll leave <laughs> is it like I, my friend is an oral surgeon and he sent a picture of his ppe and that's it looks like an astronaut helmet mm-hmm. basically that he wears yeah. i'm like yeah that's great man i mean like an oral that surgeon out. oh my god yeah he, i know seems... well he got covid back in march because that oh, was when shit. no one was wearing masks nobody knew anything about viral load it was like he's uh-huh. in somebody's mouth and he got like this is a guy that like runs marathons and is super healthy and he was down for like a month like wow. it was crazy it kicked his ass yeah oh, no that's Lord. like the worst job to have yeah, anything really being, being in, in people's mouths mouth. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's rough actually i have a dentist appointment coming up and i just thought i should probably just cancel that i don't have to go <laughs> okay <laughs> I, I have been to the dentist during covid I me too been. i went but i went six months ago like it's, yeah it's already been too. so like long yeah Oh yeah, I know, that's right? crazy. Like I'm already back to my my next appointment. I'm like, this mm-hmm. is not. I don't. But I I'm kind of like just wary. I'm wary. Even when I yeah. went to the eye doctor, I thought, why did I do this? <laughs> no, I know. I did a couple of appointments too, and it was like, yeah, there were some that just were like, eh. Yeah. I don't feel like you're taking it seriously enough, doctor, with your mask kind of hanging. I think just like leaving my house, I feel like, why did I do this? <laughs> yeah yeah well especially right now because it's feeling like it's spreading so fast out here and it's so common yeah my doctor's in beverly hills and let me tell you something the people of beverly hills they don't believe in covid dude oh my god if you Seriously. get in an elevator with someone in beverly hills i have had this experience i went to my doctor in beverly hills and this woman was in the elevator and she had on a mask we all have to wear one in the building and she was like she said something like, oh, my God, I can't wait till we don't have to wear a mask. And I was like, yeah, I know. I mean, I agree with that. And then she was like, 
it's causing me to have problems with my breathing. Oh, God. And I can't. And I was like, right. I've never heard of that. Okay, bye. Like, I just. I mean, out of everybody here. who's Shit. had problems breathing through a mask, I'm like, I am so fat. And if I can exercise wearing a mask, you can walk for 30 seconds wearing a mask. Also, you could postmate shit. You don't have to be out. No, you can I stay mean, home and not wear a mask. I just wore an N95 in my house for two solid weeks. <laughs> Let yeah. me tell you, okay? If I can fucking do that, you can wear yeah. a mask for, for, 10 yeah, for 10 minutes to wherever it's it so is wild. that you have to go. It was nothing. After a while, I forgot it was on. And seriously, I was like, yeah. I would fall asleep with it. It was like, it's like, you just got to get used to it. But mm-hmm. Beverly Hills, I read something the other day that was really fucked up where one of my favorite restaurants in Beverly Hills was apparently secretly inviting yes, people I saw to this. a party. Yes. This is the craziest. It was like, keep it secret, but tell yeah, all your friends. But tell all your friends. It literally said they were doing a speakeasy, having uh-huh. a indoor dining New Year's yeah. Eve. Because uh-huh. if, let's do it. If you guys are into this, let's do this. Don't tell anyone, but tell everyone. Can you and see that? then, like, I, that is the craziest thing. And I don't understand. I feel like it's this, it just clearly is that same mentality of like, I don't believe in this. This is a yeah. hoax and I'm the yeah. exception to this. You know, I know. And- it I want to go out on New Year's. So sad because I love their salads. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't know if in good faith I can go back there now. If this is yeah. the shit that they're peddling. I've never been there. And I was like, ooh, it looks kind of cute. And I was like, wait a minute. No, they're bad. <laughs> they used to have a, a branch, if that's what you call it. I don't know. Uh, in um, Toluca Lake where I went like 20 years ago. I used to go there and get their salads. And then they closed. And so I would go to Beverly Hills. And I can't anymore. I'm done. I'm sorry. It's like fucking Hobby Lobby. Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah, right. You have to draw the line. <laughs> somewhere. I have to get my chopped salad someplace else. <laughs> <laughs> but it's insane. I'm sorry. Beverly Hills. Yes. Insane. That's yeah. It is insane. On that. Truly insane. It's There's like- definitely, uh, you know, a handful of people I follow who live in that area and they're celebrities, like famous people who, who do, I can tell don't think this is real, but they won't mm-hmm. say it. And I'm just going, hmm, there's something about how you're out and about all the time that just doesn't yeah. sit right. I think we all have those friends on Instagram yeah, yeah. where it's like, oh, you're just doing a lot. And I yeah. don't get it. Like, I, I don't understand what, like, we're living two completely different lives oh right God. now. Yeah, it's yes. super wild. Our years have been very different. Yeah. Yes. I went through a wedding hashtag this morning and saw a bunch of people just like celebrating at this wedding of no. people I truly don't know. I don't know. They were somehow on my Explore page and I was like, all right, I'll look at uh, Steve and Michelle's happy time or whatever the hashtag oh was. God. And I was like, oh, wait, they full ass had a wedding two days ago with a bunch of people inside <laughs> and they're taking all these pictures. And I was like, this what? is it, it truly is like two separate worlds. Do you know who is fully thriving right now is The Bachelorette, Tasha. So they were I, I love The Bachelor. I watch these shows, but. She they were fully quarantined and they were all on this resort for the entire time. So they were in a bubble, whatever. She picked a guy. Now they they're they're out and about and they are traveling to see and meet all of their family. They're married. They're engaged now. And they're just going places. And there's no explanation of how they're doing it. She's like, (laughs) no, we're off to meet his family. I'm like, why are you you just with your family? This is crazy. It's insane. And like it really makes my blood boil because like my children will literally probably have PTSD from this fucking year. Like mm-hmm. on it, we at dinner last night. We, I was like, God, it's amazing. We spent ten months together, and we also really like each other. Isn't that isn't <laughs> that great? My eleven year old, my eleven year old was like, Yeah, but I wouldn't mind hanging out with some other people. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't hurt to see a I few like, other faces. I agree. 
no, we're all together on that. But like there are people, I have friends on Instagram and they are, they're traveling. They're like at ski resorts and I just don't understand. Yeah. I don't get it. It doesn't get it. It doesn't feel good. I like to think that we're teaching our kids like, hey, we're we're thinking about other people right now. Like that's what we're doing. We're we're thinking about the greater good and that's what we should do. Yeah. Take some time not thinking about ourselves it's a good lesson it's right? a hard lesson but it's a hard lesson yeah good yeah my my nephews are sick of it so it's it i can't imagine being a kid and having to like at least yeah. we can kind of rationalize like this will mm-hmm. end like i and i understand like it's okay for me to like miss out on like all the things but like missing out on school feels different like all the sort of experiences that you have when you're growing up oh i know and when you're when you're like a tween those are those years mm-hmm. yeah. right those are pivotal years it's it's or months in school it's crazy yeah my daughter there's a new girl in her class and she's become very close friends with this kiddo and they're literally facetiming constantly and i said Aww. to her a couple days ago it's like Honey, isn't it kind of funny that you two have never met? It's like you've yeah, never yeah. met in person. Oh, my God. When school starts again, it's going to be seeing <laughs> yeah. like your FaceTime pen pal in person. <laughs> totally. They're going to be it's the like happiest they've ever been. Yes, oh, my it's God. Like everyone's going to be living 90 Day Fiance when they finally get to meet their <laughs> online love. And they're like, I've been Me waiting too. to see you. <laughs> Oh no, the new season, it's by the crazy. way. Wowie. Zowie. Do you watch Rachel? Have you seen Night Um Day? No. What am I missing out on? Oh it's my very you need this show. in your life. This is the best show. This is a show where people date people in other countries and then they have they get a 90-day visa to get married and they can come to the States or they can go the other place. Wow. And usually and they hate each other. And right. there's, there's no of- rhyme or reason as to why they're still in this relationship. Oh no, my God! It's what just is it? On what, where do we watch this? TLC, the Learning oh, Channel. The Learning <laughs> Channel. It's on the Learning Channel. <laughs> the Learning Channel. <laughs> it truly teaches you nothing. Where you can learn about pimples being popped. I'm sorry. Ever since what was it? Trading Spaces. I'm like the Learning oh Channel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Trading Spaces, which by the way was like torture. Like they'd come into your house and make it so ugly. Awful. Yes. Oh my God! And it you was don't so have worst. to like redo it. You'd be like. You put pentagrams on my wall. Yeah. Like, well, I was feeling witchy. Right. And And you can't do that in someone's house. No. Dividing rooms with curtains and like awful (laughs) like crepe paper shit. And it's like, oh, God. It was the tackiest thing ever. I could rewatch that. That might be fun. sand in people's houses. No, it was awful. Yeah. I know. They'd be like, we're going to sponge paint some pots and line your whole wall. It's like, this looks like shit. (laughs) The learning channel. (laughs) Well, it's all people who had no interior design skill, which is what made it even better. Yeah, no. right. They were just like neighbors who were like, "Yeah, let's do it." And then, they, and then, imagine how much they hated each other after that. And they're like, "I never want to see you again." Yeah, it's like he'll never get my casserole, <laughs> Susan. <laughs> I had a friend who was on one of those shows, and the result was terrible. I've seen it. I've like been in the space. It's, oh, it's atrocious. It's like, oh God, you could not have done this in a cheaper way. It's just terrible. Yeah, terrible. that's that was part yeah. of it too. Like the budget was like two dollars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'd be like instead of like a beaded curtain, it'd be like solo cups, and you'd be like, what? <laughs> totally why? Macaroni. Why did they do this? <laughs> but I have started watching House Hunters renovation. And yeah. it's fun. I don't you like have that. all the house hunters, but then you have the renovation like Property Brothers. It's yep. really, I, I oh, really Oh, that's enjoy my it. jam. I got to get into that. <sighs> yeah, Look, I'm very here for it. If we're talking voiceover too, the woman that does the VO for House Hunters Andromeda. has the sweetest gig in the fucking world. I swear yeah. to God. How many years has that been going? And it's so just many beautiful. Years. It's just beautiful. It's, How do you get that? My roommate 
follows her on Instagram and then DM'd her and was like, we love you, Andromeda. She was, I didn't even know her name. Her name is Andromeda. She was very kind, but I was like, "He's you're being crazy. I love that. It's amazing. That seems like a really sweet gig, too, because you can just kind of bang them out. Like, there's, like, yeah, endless totally. episodes. No, and there's no <laughs> vocal strain there. This is not, no, like, recording Call of Duty or something. Yeah, it's just talking. That's it. Just nice yeah. talking. You never have to scream. Right. Dream, dream job right there. <laughs> <laughs> What's, like, the weirdest voiceover job you've had that stands out as, like, or, like, the weirdest, like, oh, out of God. your wheelhouse or something? So, well, like we all have things we know we can't do, right? Like you, you like get to that point and where you're like, oh, I can't do that. Like you're asking me to do this thing and I can tell you I can't do it. Like I, I do a lot of old lady voices and I do a lot of accents. But I remember an episode, um, I can't remember what it was, where they were like, can you do old French? And it was something about combining my placement for old people with my French. It just, I couldn't do it. Like I literally couldn't do it. I was like, ah, ah, ah. it just was terrible, terrible. That's funny. I feel like that, it's like, it's kind of like an awkward moment in voiceover jobs when they ask you something like that and you just have to try it out. Like you, yeah, you don't totally. know and then you just have to do it. And I've had that with singing because I don't think I'm a great singer. Like I can carry a tune, but it's not my... I wouldn't put that on my resume. Right. And I, but I've had to sing as characters before and things. And it, it feels crazy. Cause I'm like, you will see my limits up here. Like it, <laughs> right. it will happen. We all have them in front of your eyes. As you try to watch me hit this note yes. with this voice on, by mm-hmm. the way, it's like, this is insane. It's just I also humiliating. can't, um, I can't do like an evil cackle. Like I, I, that is, oh. I cannot do that. that I something. could never do that. I can sort of do one now, but I had years where I couldn't scream and I couldn't cackle. Like I had like real, like it just wouldn't. Yeah, come. totally. Mm-hmm. Cackling is really, really hard. Cackling is really hard. And I'm, I wouldn't say mine is good, but I can push something out. But yeah. like when you hear someone who can really do one, yeah. it's like, it's like, like an amazing. a good well, one. Well, mine doesn't compete I had with to, that. Um, I had to have a stunt cackler once. Really? Oh. <laughs> it was an episode of, I think it was American Dad, where Haley was off the rails on something, and I had to, like, cackle throughout the whole thing. And mm-hmm. it just, it kept, I was like, oh, my God, this sucks. Like, this is not good. <laughs> yeah. And I asked my friend Dee Baker, who's Klaus, who's, like, the voiceover god, and I'm like, Dee, I need cackling lessons. And he, like, tried to help me, and I still couldn't get it. And I went, and I'm like, you got to fucking get a stunt cackler, because I can't do this. <laughs> I love that, though. Like, I feel like that's something that you, like, you don't realize is possible, and then you'll just, mm-hmm. like, drive yourself crazy and feel yeah. bad and be like, I couldn't do it. And it's like, hey, someone One's really good at it's that. It's good, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'm, I'm, I'm sure I can say this. It's probably common knowledge, but I do most of Meg's singing for Family Guy. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, because, I didn't know that. Yeah, because, you know, it's not Mila's jam. She doesn't mm-hmm. sing. She'll and that's own great. That completely. And so I just stunt sang for their Christmas episode a couple days that's ago. That's awesome. Because yeah. I yeah. do think that's something that's kind of, it feels like it's implied, like you have to be able to do both of those things. Yeah. Like, not everyone can do that. No, yeah, I can't sing. Totally. Singing is a very special it's skill. It's so hard. I think people just assume, too, when you do voiceover that you can do it. Mm-hmm. I know I, yeah. I do. I just assume that every I'm like, oh, everybody can sing, right? And it's like, no. No. no yeah. It's very, I truly can't, like, hear notes. I'm, like, fully tone deaf. I had to sing for a job. And at the table read, before I started singing, I said, this will be so awful. I promise you. And, oh, boy, I got laughs for all the wrong reasons. And then when we were recording it, and they're like, and we'll get to the song later. And then they were like, that's a wrap on you this season. And I was like, they did. I was like, so they just took care of it. They didn't. Oh, I wasn't love like, that. are you they sure didn't... you don't want to try it? It was like, you don't have to worry about this. We will do it. 
that's really amazing. nice it was that's so like, kind that that's it wasn't a gift. like a let's try it because i've had jobs where they're yeah. like let's speak sing and i'm like guys you don't want this and no. like it's not no. the intended like product you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it's like you want something that sounds yeah. good <laughs> it's only audio like mm-hmm. we need to i also this. think like my husband's an artist and we've had this fight for 20 years where he's like I'm like, you could teach somebody to draw, but you cannot teach somebody to sing. I, I truly do not think you can teach somebody okay, to sing. Okay, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I'm curious about that. Like, I have sung in my life, like, in choir growing up or whatever, and it was like, yes. fine. Then I didn't do it for a long time, and I'm like, I can carry a tune, but I also know when I'm really off. Like, I can mm-hmm. hear that I'm off, but I can't yeah. fix it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And I, I took one singing lesson like last year, because I was, I've been wanting to do it forever. And I, but I've been nervous about it because I feel like it's so vulnerable. And it was so vulnerable that I truly Mm -hmm. was like, I cannot continue doing this. I feel Mm -hmm. so embarrassed Mm -hmm. because I know I'm not doing well yet. And I, and it's like, it might have a bit of a perfectionist problem where I'm like, I want to be good Mm -hmm. immediately. And it's kind of awkward for you to watch me suck at this. Mm -hmm. Right. But I'm like, I part of what I w- thought was going to stop me was she was like, you have to do these warm ups every day. And I was like, no. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I no, don't I couldn't possibly to that's, that's do too that. Much. You're asking too much of me. <laughs> I know. Plus, I'm sorry. I don't warm. I, I mean, like, I'm lucky if I warm up before. I, say, I don't think people really warm up. I mean, see, like, I'm like me going occasionally. Like, yeah. <laughs> every day is going to like make it really happen. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So you believe it's like kind of like an innate thing. I do. I really, really do. Where I think, like, uh, seriously, my husband's like, I know you can teach me how to sing. And so my daughter has a great voice and she's got incredible pitch and she can harmonize. She's been able to harmonize since she was five. She can just do it. She gets it. It, like, makes sense to her. And my husband will, like, try to teach him how to harmonize. And he, I'm like, you hear that you're not singing the same thing as me, right? And he's like, nope. Can't tell. I'm not singing the same thing as you. And he is off and and it's like, I'm like, you can't, I I can't teach you. I think you can kind of like fine tune a talent, but it's hard to teach someone like fully a talent. But didn't like Reese Witherspoon learn how to sing for Walk the Line? But again, I I think if she already, if you have a foundation where you understand pitch, right? And you understand musicality a little bit and you can sing on key then you can get to different levels. Yeah. But if you can't hear it, I think yeah. that's the thing. It's like teaching somebody to hear harmony, right? That makes total sense. It's like, if mm-hmm. you can't hear that you're wrong at all, yes, exactly. we will never get through this. Like, right. there's no way for you to ever hear you're right. Like, that's it just doesn't work. Right. It's like people, you're like, like ah, and they're like, uh, and you're like, can you hear that you're not singing the right note? And they can't. They're like, no, I can't tell. Yeah, that's <laughs> Luckily, you have many other talents. Yeah, you don't need it. You're good. Right? Okay. Thank you. We don't all, that's what I said to my daughter. I'm like, we don't all need to do all the things, right? That's what my mother used to say. (laughs) No, and that's a good lesson. Yep. We have one or two things that we can do well, and that's great. Oh my God. Have you seen Soul? I loved Soul. Oh my God. I loved Soul so much. I was like, oh. Mike and I were sobbing holding hands. I know. Mean, See, I, I watched like, it with the, the nice man who lives with me and he doesn't emote. <laughs> so I was like, don't cry. You won't <laughs> have a friend to cry with you. <laughs> but how do you not cry? I mean, like, that was a. It's funny. I, we tried to watch it with the kids. Turns out, not really a kids' movie. 
more yeah. for grownups. I know my friend said this about she watched it with her son and he's seven and she was yeah. like he started having like an existential like breakdown. It's a them. lot to try to explain <laughs> to a kid, but yeah. I don't necessarily think it's bad because no. death is an interesting thing and it happens and totally. you know why not talk about it early? Well, yeah. and you know we. I was putting my daughter to bed and the other night and after we watched it and she said, mom, you know that line where she said um, that the fish um, wanted to go to the ocean, but, and then he found out he had always been in the water. You know, what did that mean? I didn't get that. And it was such an interesting conversation Mm -hmm. to have about, um, you know, what is it? Life is what's happening to you while you're making plans, right? Like, Like this is, you know, it's the small things in life. He didn't realize that he was actually, he was already in the ocean. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there were definite things she picked up on from it. But I think overall, it, it's, it's kind of like um, Coco, where oh, mm-hmm. God, I can't watch that movie without I sob at the Ugh, end. I love Coco. Single I haven't time. seen the ending, which is like the most oh, insane thing for me to say. You haven't seen the ending of Coco? I didn't want to say it. Lauren, you have I know, to I know, I, have, I know. I don't know why I didn't watch the end. And then I, I did something else and then I just never watched it. It's, but I, mean, I gotta watch And it. like, if you happen to have somebody that you love that has died and the end of Coco will decimate you. Like, okay, it cool. literally so will fucking Also, I just watched, you. it's not a Pixar movie, but it's called 40 Year Old Virgin. Or no, not Virgin. 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 Okay. It's, I was going to say, it's not a picture of a 40 year old virgin, and it's hilarious. You're like, it's so funny. He's what? never had sex. This this newcomer, <laughs> Steve Carell, is so great. I think he's like really got a, you know, a career ahead of him. No, when they rip woman, off that chest and it's hair. It's just so good. It's like done in black and white. It's like a comedy, but also a drama. Uh, I think her yeah, name has popped up on my Netflix. I didn't know you what that was. watch huh, it. Okay. It's like it's really fucking good. Uh, okay, cool. The music and soul was. Oh my god, beyond. the music was. Oh, the so music good. and soul was, was so good. Well, at first I was like, without giving anything away, I was like, I want to just watch these people do a jazz performance for an hour and a half. But um, that doesn't happen. But then you're like, it's still amazing music while well, that's not happening. And I don't like just jazz, but I was like, I think I like jazz. Well, imagining the animation like being made was like the craziest part to me. Like the way the fingers were going over the mm-hmm. keys, or well, like it was just so impressive. It was some of the most beautiful animation I've ever seen. With the um, the little helicopter thing fall, uh, coming from the yes, um, the, tree. the tree. I mean, like it was just gorgeous. And then at the very end, when it was like made at Pixar and at various homes around the Bay Area from six feet away, oh, I literally I started that. to cry when I saw I that. I was that like, either. oh my God. Oh my God. Right, because this entire movie was made in this insane time. Well, I just got like, chills. Right? That they were I, able to crazy. do that? Isn't that I, incredible? I don't even understand that at all. I don't uh, I don't understand animation at all. I, I think Me I'm either. Like, I'm like blown away <laughs> by it. Well, it, I mean, I remember the beginning of March finding out that we were shutting down. Um, everybody was shutting down. All the shows were were and you know ending and it was like oh crap like this is really scary what are we going to do for work and within 2 weeks we were back working wow. and i the the animation industry pivoted so fast mm-hmm. and yeah. i've recorded dozens and dozens of broadcast quality shows from here hello this is my husband's shirts like, <laughs> for, like <laughs> it's insane how it is quickly amazing. they were mm-hmm. able to figure it out no it's it's so awesome and it's been i mean that's been like a nice comfort even just for the random little jobs I'll get for voiceover during this time and being like, okay, this is something that can keep happening, which totally feels good. 
Oh, my God. I've never felt more lucky to work in animation than I have this year because yeah. we just kept working. I mean, yeah. and you couldn't have predicted that, like, that no. they could figure that out and that it would work and all that stuff. Like, I mean, it's it sounds just as good and it's great. Well, and everybody was so helpful, too, because we all had to figure out, like, you know, getting these different things like Source Connect so that you could be on with all of your different producers and directors at the same mm-hmm. time. And and I, my, my little community of, of animation voiceover actors came together and everybody helped everybody figure it all out and get our systems set up and up and running. I love that. Yeah, it was incredible. It was such a feeling of community. And because everybody just wanted everybody, we just wanted everybody to work, you know? Right. I mean, I will say, I love going to a studio and not having to set things up. And then they're like, "Uh oh, it's too loud in that room. (laughs) I'm like, okay, let me try to find another quiet room. (laughs) I know. I have to say my closet is not ideal. I was like, I had a whole setup. They brought over like a full computer. Like they gave Mm -hmm. me like all this stuff just for a one session. And they came and got it right after I was done. Really? I I had to set up like Mm -hmm. a huge amount of technical technological things by myself. And it was very confusing. And then I'm like standing in my closet, which is not comfortable. It's like very small. And I'm like leaned against my skirts and being like, I'm screaming (laughs) in my closet at 10 a.m. Like it feels (laughs) insane. What? uh, My shirt keeps attacking me. (laughs) Um, All right. I will tell you a funny story here. Um, We we actually left L.A. for four months of the pandemic um, to live with my dad, um, who lives um, has is over on Kauai. And so there were no cases there. We had access to incredibly safe travel, thanks to a member of my family. And so we went (laughs) and we spent four months. (laughs) That's brilliant. But I needed to I needed to work while I was there. So there was an upstairs closet um, that we my husband turned into my studio. Um, The only thing is it had no vents, nothing. Right. Oh, no. So it was the heaviest blankets you could possibly imagine (laughs) encasing this room with no vents. So I would do a five minute session and it was like I had taken a fucking Bikram yoga class. I was (laughs) I would literally record naked, like sweating (laughs) and come out and just be like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, the, the sessions that were longer than that were like, it was the most horrific. It was torture. <laughs> yeah, it was torture. It was. <laughs> like, we like set up this, this like MacGyver um, air conditioning thing where it was like a tackle box with ice packs and a fan that would like wow. blow over the ice packs to try to cool the room. I feel like it'd be so amazing to watch the episode of whatever you recorded and then see and a side by side with you like sweating naked <laughs> in a closet and just like that's how this was made. <laughs> Seriously. This episode brought to you by BO. Yeah. It was ridiculous. But I mean, truly, we can we can do this from anywhere, which is what yeah. we learned from yeah. that. That's what's amazing. <laughs> like, I know. And same with podcasts. I mean, it's like really been a blessing to be able to yeah. do the podcast from my bed. You know, I feel pretty great about that. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's kept you kind of sane doing this too. It has. It's been nice, like seeing each other and seeing mm-hmm. friends and feeling like, okay, we're having a conversation. It feels like, you know, a normal thing, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's I, like I, a little I, well, slice I, of normal it's, time. It's mm-hmm. weird because I'm like, I sort of don't miss going to studios because it fills your day, like driving yeah. around town and doing all these different things. Yeah. But I will be happy to go anywhere when it's possible. So yes, I don't correct. mean that fully. Do you guys know a lot of people that have left L.A.? Because we know a lot of people that have I been know, like, like a, moved away. Yeah. Like yeah, straight I know, up I know, moved away. I know like a couple of a handful people. of people that I don't know well, but that I heard through the grapevine yeah. they moved. But yeah, no, I, I know a lot of people were talking about like, mm-hmm. oh, is this the time to 
bounce. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just so interesting how many people I'm like, oh, oh, you're there now. Okay. That's where you live. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Because, I mean, I guess in voiceover, it's true. We really can do this from anywhere. Yeah, truly but, anywhere. Right. But in, it's funny because when my husband and I were talking about it, we we're like, do you know, do we want to stay in LA? It was like one of the things I realized is that I, I do like the human element of going to the studio yeah. and mm-hmm. talking to people. And I like table reads and I like seeing my castmates and I like that element of it I think I would this I don't think this would sustain me no and I do think like doing this for a very long period of time would start to feel Mm -hmm. like a bummer um yeah if it's you know the one way you're seeing a lot of people mm, yeah I know I can't I can't do this forever no (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't have to (laughs) no you shouldn't no nobody should be doing this forever no no No, we'll we'll, we'll get our vaccines we'll yes Right? Maybe in yes. the summer. I think we'll so. Be back I think it's coming. It feels like well, I have a I'm realizing I have like a handful of friends in the healthcare industry. I didn't really realize that, but they're all getting the vaccines now. Yep. And I feel very relieved for them and it feels like okay, it's actually it's actually circulating like if all of my people have gotten it, that means totally. a lot of people have gotten it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um you know. I know. I can, I will oh my god, I can't wait. The minute that sucker comes, my I'm gonna be like, okay. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna wait and see how people react. Now I'm just like, I don't give a shit. I had a measles fucking shot. I had a bunch of shots when I was younger. I didn't get the fucking measles, so gimme, 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 gimme. Well, the thing is, by the time you get it, you will know how people react. Like it's like you know, we have a a handful of months probably until it's really coming to us. Yeah, we'll have a sense of some of the. It seems like everything's going fine. And everything that I have read about it too, the science behind it, it's fucking unreal that this thing has been created in the insanely short amount of time that it has. And it's like one of the safest vaccines that has ever been created. It's crazy. Yeah. Like I've read a lot of good things about it and I feel um, excited and so relieved that it's possible because I think when, when this was all first starting, they were like, it'll be four years. Right. <laughs> okay, I guess exactly. Move like, to okay, so we're inside for four years. <laughs> Great. Well, and like, I have, I know some doctor friends that I respect so much that have, they were like, yes, give it to me. I'm getting it now. Like, I've yeah. done the research. This is good. I'm taking it. Yes, and that's part of it too. Like watching my friends who are like doctors and nurses, like getting it, and ju- and they're just excited. I'm like, okay, well, you would know more than I do. Yes, mm-hmm. so exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah. I trust oh, them. I know. I can't wait. I'm very excited. Oh, that'll be awesome. <laughs> Although I guess maybe I have a tiny little bit of of natural immunity now. You must. I, yeah. guess, I think it lasts for a few months. For yeah, yeah, a couple months. I think is what I've read. I don't know. Yeah. It changes so quick. I know. I'm like. I'm then they're like, go... there's another strain, and mm-hmm. exactly. I'm not going to go Ugh. licking cans at Costco tomorrow. I'm still going to wear my mask. <laughs> I do love but doing come that. On, though. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> Well, we've come to the end of our time with you, even though that we could keep going forever because you're just delightful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this has been but so much fun. Is there anything that you would like to plug besides American <laughs> Dad? Of course, we will all be plugging that. Oh, gosh. Um, well, my husband and I do have a couple of children's books that, uh, yes, we are big fans of. And we are in the process of trying to convert into a, an animated series, too, which would be super fun. Cool. Yeah. Um, one is called Eleanor Wyatt, Princess and Pirate. And the other one is Harris and Dwight, Ballerina and Knight. And they're all about helping kids um, sort of figure out who they are and being OK with whatever that looks like. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yep. Everyone go buy those. So there you go. Plug, plug, plug. Mm, okay. Well, Nicole. <laughs> oh, me first? Well, I'm going to plug. Uh, I I have other podcasts. Why Won't You Date Me? Best Friends. Uh, listen to those. Also, rewatch. Nailed it. 
because why not? Yeah. Also, it's awesome. if you could hear sniffling, it's my dog. He's, <laughs> we'll plug oh. him. He's being so annoying. Oh my God, he's so cute. Babe, look at him though. He's so cute. <laughs> He's like, why won't you play with me? You're sitting in a spot where there's a toy next to you. I, I was fully I wrestling with my dog like 10 minutes ago. Like my hand was in her mouth while fully talking to you. Can you imagine going <laughs> through this whole year without dogs? I can't. Oh, it would make me so sad. No, yeah. he's such amazing. a good boy. Except oh. for right now. <laughs> he's like got the squeakiest toy. Hell Lauren, what do you want to promote? Um, uh, well, I have my podcast Freedom. I have my Patreon, uh, Lauren Lapkus. And besides that, um, you know, I really don't know when anything that I'm, I've done will come out. And, um, <laughs> so, you know, just <laughs> listen to the podcast, you know, support the Patreon, whatever, Nicole, go get Nicole's Patreon and, um, uh, tweet at us and tell us uh, what we yeah, should do if we do a stuff. third season. <laughs> We're so scared of our next season, whatever it may be. Oh Rachel, we did Star Wars for the first done? one. We did Star okay. Wars. We did and Star now, Wars. Now it's Lord of the Rings, which we've really stretched to the max, as you can tell that we... Would ha- have you done H-Pots yet, by the way? Is that w- on oh, the table? Oh, uh, Harry Potter? Yes. We have seen yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah, we've seen and oh, both okay. read Harry and Potter. And read it. Okay. So we are right. kind of exempt, but that would have been cool. If we hadn't, because I do enjoy it enough that I would have probably had fun. But mm-hmm. the Star the the Star Trek franchise, the OG, we can't. Kind of we fun. can't. No? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't possibly. We can't. Like, um, we can't no, do it. We, just we couldn't possibly. No, we no, 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 no. But thank you for that. Sorry, um, th- yeah, thanks for playing. <laughs> well, also, I've seen uh, Star Trek: Next Generation, so I've yeah. seen oh, it. So God, we couldn't dip so in good. there. So yeah, yeah, we can't do it. And well, we actually so this have kind of tricky. Then huh? it is. And we mm-hmm. we want to do Tyler Perry movies. Yes. And wow, <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Holy shit! I think if we did ten episodes with ten Tyler Perry movies, that would be that would be, you know digestible how yes. many have there been I, I don't know probably so many i don't so know so many because he has so many tv shows that are like yeah he's got like episodes. i don't know 10 tv shows and then like i don't know maybe wow. 20 movies he's done he's done yeah. so much he, he does a lot of quantity yes a lot of shit <laughs> a lot yes well we have to as think a producer this. and an actor too wow um that is really fun okay yeah i think that could be a great time and i think yeah, it'd be really just different tyler perry we could watch gone girl because i was in just gone gonna girl. say i loved him in gone girl <laughs> i love loved that, him in that. <laughs> that's a fun movie <laughs> it's such a wild movie. ride i haven't seen it in so long and I saw it in theaters and I remember at one part I just opened my mouth and was like, what? No! Yeah, probably the scene when she's with Neil Patrick yes. Harris. Like, ah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. That's a moment. It's so nuts. It really is. I had oh. read that book and so I was yeah. not surprised. Oh, but I yeah. remember being like, with whoever I was with, I was like, wait till you get to the twist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lauren. So proud of reading a book. <laughs> Oh, my God. Should we do the Battle of the Five Star segment? Yes. This is our segment where we read your five-star reviews. So leave a review on your favorite podcast platform for a chance to have it read on air. This one is called Representation Matters by Princess MYD on Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate the new perspective Nicole and Lauren have brought to the Star Wars and Lord of the Rings fandoms. So many white men make money from mansplaining geek culture on YouTube and on podcasts, and it's refreshing to see two amazing women enter this space, even if they're not huge fans. 
I hope to see more women and particularly women of color embrace their inner geek and find opportunities to profit from it. Thanks, Princess <laughs> MYD. You really nailed what we're doing here. Yeah, that's yep. amazing. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wow. we'll be back next week with our final episode of the oh season. We are oh doing boy. and we're going out with a bang because yes. it's something that I think neither of us want to do. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited um, to do it and to wrap it up with LOTR, even though we've had a blast uh, in many, <laughs> many ways. It's it's the thing about it is it's like the 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 work is hard, but then the podcast is fun. Yes, the podcast is so much fun. <laughs> Speaking to different people has been a true, just a blast, a real oh, treat, if yeah. you will. But yeah, like having to watch all these fucking movies <laughs> no, and they're, alone they're not. because people leave the room. <laughs> I have a question for you. Are you watching the uh, like extended cuts or are no, you doing friend, the- no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Good, good choice. Good no, yeah. that was I think just- if something was edited, it was edited for a reason and yes. we don't need to see it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for respecting that because I do feel like that was that was contentious at moments, but I think it was the right choice. Yes. You know, some people were like, yes. you're missing because the part where this happened and we were like, it's no, like, nope, nope, don't care. No, we're don't good. Care. Don't we're good. You we don't need it. Well, thank you so much, Rachel, for being here. This it was, was so, so fun talking to you. Oh my God, thank thanks you. for having me, guys. This was a blast. See okay. you next week, everyone. Right. Bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Original.